We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time now for Ken and Curtis with Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. Life between Joe Judge, Matt Patricia, and Mac Jones is not great. Mm. I think they're all pretty happy to be on a break. Of course, they'd love to be in the playoffs, but ultimately, that's not a relationship that really got better as the season wore on. When Mac is saying in July, I'm going to teach Joe, and he's going to teach me. Like, that irked the staff. <laughs> I, I can tell you that, about that for a that, fact. That pissed them that, off? That's where they started. And a day before was when Belichick is saying Max had dramatic improvement from the offseason, showering him with praise. We're all going, where is this from? Did he learn his lesson from Brady? Since then, it's been about radio silence, except for one comment about loving Max's attitude and passion after the Arizona game, because, again, he had all these outbursts on the field. So part of this stuff that comes out, is just how the sausage is made. Florio talks to coaches or agents of coaches. Same with national folk. And it's a lot of, like, Mac calling around the league, as Chris Sims said, might also be one of these where, like, you get trade rumors and -and so-and-so called about that player. And it's like, that happens every day around the league. Was there an offer made? Was Mac actually saying, get me out of here to to those people around the league? I'm not saying that. It just might be people complain about work. They complain to their friends, and he has friends in the league. Boston Herald's Andrew Callahan in studio yesterday with Mega and Arcans. This is Kenneth Curtis. So, more reporting about the disgruntled Mac Jones this year, the bad relationship between not only he and uh, Belichick at times, but that more focusing on Patricia and Judge. That doesn't matter so much because, as we know, they're in a search for an offensive coordinator this week, Curtis. But what's the answer on the Mac equation? Do you think he's back, or will they go somewhere else? So, I hope that he's back insofar as they do not have a depressed asset being on the market and they, you know, lose. I don't think Mac Jones is going to be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. I don't think he's uh, that kind of a guy. So I don't think my fear is not that he leaves and becomes a superstar. My fear is that you will have a first round pick and within two years, he's out of the league or out of your off your roster. Listening to Andrew Callahan, there's a lot of times that national pundits, especially people with as little respect as Chris Sims, will say something and immediately Curran or Callahan or Karen or someone that covers the team will squash it. Will squash it. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's being the, the Sims report has been amplified <laughs> I think so rather too. than squashed. Can we play that again for, for people that missed it? I know the weekend sometimes you know, you're erratic listening during the week. This, right. this to me was the, was it the soundbite of the week? I'm going to call it the soundbite of the week. It was by far. Here is the soundbite of the week. Mac Jones wasn't happy. He was telling people he wasn't happy. He was calling people about, hey, can you help us with ideas and do stuff like that? From my understanding, Belichick found out all these things. He found out that Mac was talking to people and all this. And I think that's where it did get personal. 
Uh, and, and that's where and, and Belichick made Mac Jones aware of it too, it, as you might imagine. I, exactly, <laughs> which is Not why it stopped. Right, Florio. By the way, with, you know, you can stop the, it there. Florio loves the well, he. He's eating that up. Oh. Any bit of drama, he, he's diving in to, to further fan the flame. And then if you grill him on it, well, I cover thirty-two teams. Right. What do I know? Uh, it's amazing how the smartest guy in the room can play plead <laughs> ignorance as well at the same time. But the situation here is that of all of those things, first of all, do you believe it? Yes, I do. I mean, I don't believe that he was calling asking for tips. I think he was calling inventing about what the team is doing. So I, I don't, I don't believe with the report that he's like you know calling Kyle Shanahan. What should we do on third and six? But I believe that it has the scent of truth. You? Yes, yes. I mean, and and the only real mystery is when. Like, was Zappy directly related to this? Bill put in the backup. To humble Mac Jones. And I hate to do this because patting myself on the back is a really one of my least favorite things. However, th- this began five times today. with a genuinely benign question about should Mac be 100% healthy? Is there any chance he would not return as the starter? Very simple, direct, right. and right. Bill did not answer it. Then on Wednesday of that week, Ben Volan followed up, you know, tried to get the answer, and he continued, which began a storyline. That was created by Bill Belichick. Well, again, it, it might, because of this, it might not even be that Bill doesn't want him back. He wants him back, but wants to continue to humble him. It might still be the same game plan. But here's the situation. It's, I, to me, if I'm a head coach and my quarterback is demanding more, that should not be cause for punishment. That should be cause for introspection, where you say, wait, okay, what... You know, clearly this guy is engaged. He had a, quote, dramatic improvement of the offseason, as Andrew Callahan alluded to in the cut we just played. And now you're sitting here, and instead of saying, yeah, we could do more, I'm going to bench you and embarrass you? But he's trying to stop that from becoming a theme or a, a thing that every Patriots player But is... doesn't that make you question your your hatred of Brady for wanting out when you see that Mac Jones in his second year was trying to do similar things? Yep. Maybe it's more to do with the environment here than it does with the attitude of the players. Well, in this case, the environment, <clears throat> we all we all feel for Mac. At least I feel that way. But you don't feel for Tom. I didn't feel for I feel like they tried for Brady. They were trying for him. But is does it does it And they never did this to Brady, right? It's not like the publicly they He's ever not talking shamed about him. open heart surgery after he comes back down 10 <laughs> points against the best defense in the NFL. He also said there's no quarterback I'd rather have than Tom and he, you know. Yeah, he said that with his fingers crossed. But either way, <laughs> the situation here with Mac is that that simple question, which you were even mocking in the real time, so was Greg. I mean, it was at first it was like, "Oh, Curtis, you think you got something? You didn't get anything." But in reality, <laughs> it was the beginning of what was a chasm behind the scenes. That By the was, way, you did a great job with Belichick this year. I just want to praise you, Chris Curtis, praising Chris Curtis, eleven ten on the fourteenth right. of January. James, roll on this. Several significant, meaningful dialogue setting questions to Bill Belichick on the Greg Hill Show. Great job, Curtis. Thank you. Thank you very much. I will be leaving now. So. But that everything that we were told about the culture here with the Patriots was that they ignore the noise, they don't create storylines, they say nothing so as to avoid creating headaches that take them away from focusing on their opponent to putting out fires in the media. Whereas this year, they were self-inflicted, right? Like if, Even if Bill didn't feel this way, we don't believe that Bill is always 100% honest with the media. Tom says he's 90% of the time he's full of crap. So if Bill had just said, yeah, yeah, yeah Max the quarterback, <laughs> and moves on, it literally never is a story. Yeah, it yep. goes away. Right. Because Bill wanted it to be a story. In this Correct. case, he did. 
that's the thing is that yeah. a guy so that, that had for 20 years shunned the media yeah. now was using the media yep. to get some traction against his quarterback. Like, it's just, as I said, it's antithetical to what I thought they were built on. But to, to Mac's credit, I guess, uh, uh, what kind of grade did you give Mac last week in his season finale? I mean, he uh, threw a couple touchdown passes, two point pass in there. They they hung in there. You know, it was not a bad day. I would say C plus. He had three touchdown drives at one point. I remember them putting up the graphic. They were he was seventeen of seventeen on the three touchdown drives that they had. So he withstood the storm. And on the field, the last memory of Mac. I know he threw a couple picks there, including Milano in the end zone and one, three picks that were not really his one, fault. One really bad pick. The other two weren't you know horrific. Right. Um. But the lasting memory is Mac hung in there and was okay at the end. He, you know, he was not as good as Josh Allen. He had a bad year previously. The offense had what, like twenty fewer touchdowns than the year before. Yeah. But and, and the the big blemish on Mac is the lack of fourth quarter comebacks. The lack of you know big touchdown passes late in the game. The comeback wins last year and his rookie year and now have been caused by pick sixes or pick off uh, kickoff returns that type of thing. But anyway, what's this clip you have, Joe? This is from October. Yeah, this is from when uh, uh, Curtis actually answered the question, will Mac Jones be the starter if he's healthy against oh, okay. Chicago? And this is what he said. Yeah, that wasn't an option yesterday. He, was, he wasn't active for the game, so it was really no option to play him. Yeah, and, and at that time, he was blaming. He was hiding behind the injury possibility, but I'm sure Mac was steaming behind the scenes. Right, and so you have this is what happens, right? So you, you, you learn of discontent directly from Patricia or Judge, right? Judge was the QB's coach. So Judge goes to Bill, you know, hey, you know, Mac really doesn't like what we did this week. He thinks that we should have done X or Y. Instead of in that moment saying, okay, let's get in the same room, let's figure this out, what I believe happened was that you had this growing discontent between the two which ultimately led to Bill not having Max back and Mac going outside the organization to complain. So Mike Florio and Chris Sims discussed this, and it brings us to the central biggest issue facing this Patriots organization heading forward. Will Mac continue to be the starting quarterback? Mm-hmm. Is the relationship salvageable between Mac and Bill? Should they bring in a competition whether it's Baker Mayfield, someone else this offseason, or are we past the point of no return where Mac is going to be dealt and where will they do that? And who's the coordinator? And does the coordinator want Mac? Like, let's say they bring in Bill O'Brien and they give him a choice. Does he want Mac? Does he want a guy that can escape the pocket occasionally? What style does he want? Does he want to go after Bryce Young? I, I have no idea. And by the way, I just, the the release this week, Bill O'Brien's not coming here. Are you, see, I mean, I'm scared of that, but I feel like they're just they're burying him. They're hiding him. Bill O'Brien? Yeah, until after they conduct the search, which they have to do per the Rooney rule. I, how much do you think the Crafts, not Bill, would have loved to right now, today, have it be Bill O'Brien is in place, he and Mac have met? No, they can't do that. Why? They have to have a search. They have to conduct a thorough and legitimate search, which was part of that press release. We're going to conduct that next week, so they have to interview people. And oh, the Rooney rule applies yes. to coordinators. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good point. And O'Brien was here this year. They somebody reported. I think Callie had it. Or maybe others that O'Brien had already visited the facility last month. So he he's been in touch. I'm going to still stick with that though. Bill that he, O'Brien he's is not the, the offensive guy. coordinator. Then who? Kingsbury? I don't know. Uh, oh my god. What about Kaylee? I don't think that's. I don't think the, the way this has been built up 
that they're going to have a search for an OC to go then internal, that would be strange. Well, did you see the tweet from Girardi yesterday? He said there's one very influential voice in upper management who wants Bill O'Brien to be OC, and all of us in the afternoon were agreeing that. That's Jonathan. Mike Giardi. The great Mike Giardi NFL. Uh, upper management, could that be Paul Perillo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, before you we can take calls on this, because I do think it's significant, it's back to the quarterback and the coordinator and what's going to happen, you know, and, and in what order. Quickly, the uh, the old league whip around on a super wild card weekend. Yes. Now, why, do these, why do these games matter to New England? And by the way, today Schefter just put out a, a tweet that's interesting. All four quarterbacks today in action will be making their NFL debuts, including... Brock Purdy in your San Francisco 49ers. So. The NFL, which every year does 30 things that you think should remove it from our public discourse, <laughs> still kicks and fires better than any league that's ever existed. Yeah, but I'm not sure that's kicking and firing. Of course it is. New Brock blood. Purdy, Geno Smith, and then Herbert and Lawrence. People are ki- Herbert uh, Lawrence tonight is good. an awesome. The, the Chargers and the Jaguars. It's good, but it's like the winner is going to get carved up by the Chiefs. The winner will be fodder for the Chiefs. Uh, no, I, I don't. If I would what? love to see, love to see Herbert go into. He's played well no against chance. the Chiefs. No I'd chance. love to see Lawrence go into Kansas City. I think uh, either one will really give him a picks. test. Lawrence throws picks left oh, and right. I know we hate people like that unless they're Mac Jones. I'm uh, just saying they have no chance. Now, why, now, why do these games today matter? To okay, the, to the Patriots? because today you have the um, Pete well, Carroll might get fired and come here. No, because if the Bucks lose, I mean, if the uh, the Seahawks beat the 49ers, then the Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. So that, <laughs> that'll piss Belichick off. That's so false. Tonight you have two teams that are legit carried by great young quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. What you don't have third time since 1950 that two quarterbacks under 25 make their first career playoff starts against each other. You get to see what two teams who actually have a quarterback be their best player look like. You do not have that in Foxborough. That's why that matters tonight. Tomorrow you have the Bills on full display to show just how far away you are from contending in your own division and you see two teams you see the Dolphins melt down from your division in the playoffs. You see the end of Mike McDaniel. Uh, Might I mean, be fired in the third quarter. Could, could you have seen a guy that was literally coach of the year eight weeks into being fired? 50 to 10 is my prediction on that score. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, oh my goodness. You know it's going to be Chiefs-Bills in Atlanta. It has to be. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be what's happening. It'll be Bills and Bengals next week, which right. is going to be awesome. And then you get to see the, the other game. You get to see Brian Dayball, a Belichick assistant, who's actually a successful head coach on his own against a former Belichick quarterback in Kevin O'Connell. That'll mm-hmm. be a good game. Fourth matchup of rookie coaches in the Super Bowl era. Only the fourth. Huge. It shows that you can change up top and still succeed. And then the night game tomorrow is... Ravens-Bengals, 8-15. Ravens-Bengals, two other teams, led by Lamar Jackson, if he plays, and Joe Burrow, two quarterbacks that are far and well, away Lamar better Jackson's than you. Lamar Jackson's not playing. Okay, Tyler Huntley against Joe Burrow, but nonetheless, mm-hmm. uh, you get to see another quarterback in the AFC that's better than you. And then Monday night, the game of the week, the game of the year, the game of the century, Bucks cowboys <laughs> You get to see Robert and Jonathan have to watch Tom Brady play in another playoff game while they're trying to figure out another press release about who the next defensive coordinator is going to be. You don't think there's any chance that the Cowboys pull that? Uh, oh, of course well, they're there a is. favorite, actually. The Bucks have been bad all year. Yeah, but you think they have no problem. They always beat Dallas. I never think that they can't not. lose the you Dallas. You should see me watch Tom Brady games. At no point do I think that there's that I'm panicked the whole night. But, yes, I think that Rick Stroud had a good point. That Brady all year has just been trying to survive. He wanted to finish the season you know, successfully, healthily, and that he wasn't really standing in the pocket until that Panthers game where he needed that to win to get to the playoffs, and that's when you really saw him throwing deep. He flipped the switch. Flipped the switch. The defense also has been really good. The defense made it look worse because the offense was three and out half the game. 
So they're healthy. I am tempted at Bucks plus two and a half. Oh yeah, if I if I were you, I would because then you win win. Then either if Brady wins you in cash, and if not, you can lock root for Brady. You just okay. This shows the fraudulence. The first Six segment of the show seven, today. Seven, seven, nine, seven, nine, Ken Laird seven. I like said, rooting against him. Ken Laird said he was rooting for Tom Brady. <laughs> What's well, lying me. sack? I don't crap. want to root for the Cowboys either, but I don't want to root for Brady with a straight face. Nonetheless, you're in a you're in a position it's, it's of a power now. Day. You it's cannot lie. Time for trending. God. Uh, I do want to take calls on the Patriots. <laughs> Changes that are coming. The week that was. Do you feel better? Do you feel worse? Uh, the defense for us. Join us. It's Ken and Curtis, and here's Joe Braverman. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. While the Patriots are looking for new coaches, one coach that's not going anywhere is Sean McVay. He announced yesterday that he will return for his seventh seventh season as head coach of the L.A. Rams after tossing out speculation that he could leave. The NFL playoffs start today with two games kicking off wildcard weekend. Seahawks will battle the 49ers, followed by the Chargers and the Jaguars. We'll have Westwood One's coverage of both games beginning at 4 following Christian Arcan. It's the NFL postseason on Westwood One. And just a side note that I've uh, just learned that Devin McCourty is going to be a guest analyst for CBS Sports. So driving home, possibly uh, retirement rumors. Celtics will go for their sixth straight win tonight in the first of two straight games in Charlotte, taking on the Hornets. Tip-off is set for 7 p.m. Sticking with the NBA, a new attendance record was set at the Alamo Dome between the Warriors and the Spurs. Over 68,000 fans were in attendance for San Antonio's 50th anniversary celebration. The Bruins will try and bounce back from their first regulation home loss of the season tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Puck drop at the Garden is set for 7. And the Red Sox announced yesterday that they have avoided arbitration with five more players. Alex Verdugo, Nick Pavetta, Ryan Brazier, Christian Arroyo, and Reese McGuire. And according to Julian McWilliams of the Boston Globe, the Sox are reportedly linked to free agent outfielder Adam Duvall. Duvall, if he were to sign, would play center field, while Kike Hernandez would fill in at shortstop. For Trevor Story, I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEEI and WEEI.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. There's some max stabbing going on. Chris Sims <laughs> worked in the Patriots organization. Obviously, is well-connected within the league and around the league. And if you look at this situation... Well, someone's telling Chris Sims that, yeah, Mac, Mac acts out. 
Mac's driving us crazy. He might show us up when the television cameras are rolling, but you know what? He could be a real pain in the ass, and Bill's just about had it. To me, that is what part of the New England Patriots have become about lately. They've always been that way to a degree. Very Machiavellian. Very much protecting your own territory, saving face, getting your your story, your narrative out there as quickly as possible. And I think that Mac Jones' narrative carried the day for a long, 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 long time because it was obvious it was a mistake. But it became so overt that now I think you're seeing pushback. And I'm not surprised if the pushback isn't coming from Joe Judge and or Matt Patricia because those are two individuals who got the golden tickets of being head coaches. They got the massive contracts. Neither of them did well in those occasions. They'd love to get those golden tickets again. (laughs) Tommy Carlin, Megan on Arcan, Kenneth Curtis here. Max stabbing. I like that. A lot of Max stabbing going around. But Judge and Patricia. They're mad? They're mad. They're they're using Mac as the fall guy. They're Uh, getting out the bad word. This guy was insubordinate. He was calling around. uh, Never a dull moment. I mean, but this is what happens when you surround yourself with people that are your buddies, Mm -hmm. who owe you something, Mm -hmm. that are indebted to you. True. You know, if your first action is BM of WEEI was to fire me, the (laughs) only person that stands up to you, then it would look like you're like a cabal, you know? Only person that stands. What about the, the entire morning show? God, Wiggy compared me to Bruce Arians this week. That's true. He's hurtful. I don't like. Him. Remember we, that, Wiggs. There's nobody better than Wiggy, and you know that. But yes, I think the uh, this is just this is why it is so important to crystallize where we were three years ago and where you are now, mm-hmm. and that maybe the greasy what is it? Greasy wheel, greasy squeaky wheel gets sque- the grease. Squeaky wheel was Mr. Tom, and the thing needed grease. But you have Bill Belichick not wanting to relinquish power of his throne, telling everybody it's not him, it's me. Well, maybe for 18 years he kept it from being squeaky, and that was part of the reason Brady had success. Then he's gone to Florida and all hell's broken loose. His life's been a disaster. He ran out of some WD-40. Yep. Well, it's been a disaster. They're, they won a Super Bowl. They won a playoff game last year. It's he's personal 40. issues. There's some max stabbing going on. Yeah, and then meanwhile there's max stabbing here, so it's not good for anybody. Uh, don't quote Kirk Curran. He gets mad. Just let it speak. <laughs> By the way, big game tonight, big hockey game. Austin Matthews is on the ice this morning for the Leafs at the Garden. Leafs and Bruins tonight, big one, big showdown. Don't Toronto fans root for the Bills? Yeah, yeah, you so, know, as you know from Raycroft. Talk about just two just brutal, you know, great teams that never win anything, never the Leafs won. and the Bills. I know. Could it be their year? Let's hope not. 617-779-7937. All right, load it up on the phone lines. Week that was, changes coming for the Patriots. Good news. Three things I'm encouraged about, just to summarize. Number one, Belichick has admitted fault, gives, gives up power. That's great news. Number two, they're going to spend money this year. That's what Bill meant by highlighting the cash spending being low. Wait till this year. We're going to spend. Number three, Gerard Mayo is staying. You don't know that. Unless he takes that Carolina job. But that's good news. You're going to make him the associate head coach, coach in waiting, Three years, you've got the guy. He is the chosen one. Mayo is the chosen one. I agree. And by the way, um, you said to me during the break that Jackson was the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Boston Sports Journal, you know, Greg Bedard's website. So at noon, I want to get into his takeaway from the week. However, how big of a boob does he look to, like today, considering he said that Belichick's job was on the line if they didn't beat the Cardinals? Mm-hmm. Considering the dysfunction that existed, and the rage that was felt by the crafts 
it still wasn't anywhere near removing no. Bill at any point. And you were horribly wrong last week. You said they should lose because there was a chance they would keep Patricia. There was no chance they were keeping Patricia as play caller. That you, decision was long gone. So you think if they make the playoffs and they lose a close game that there's not a chance in hell? No chance. I think there could have been. Actually, Patricia looked halfway decent last week. He still is going to get fired. Always talking about his appearance. Let's go to Ray in Revere. Hi, Ray. Hey, listen, guys. Um, I listened and watched and read all the same information, but I'm not drawing the same inferences that you guys are. I haven't seen any indication that Belichick's behaviors have changed. We don't know if Mayo's staying, and we don't know if they're going to spend. And, you know, guys, um, I think those are very important. And what it feels like to me is Bob Kraft is operating the same way he operated three or four years ago with Brady, where he was providing some resistance, but ultimately Belichick ran him out of ran him out the door. And it seems like he's doing the same thing with Mac right now. And uh, I'm skeptical that Bill's going to bring in an offensive coordinator a quality one, given the way he runs the operation and the relative attractiveness and the lack of uh, talent and weapons. Um, from my vantage point, given that they've got a lot of draft picks and high picks, um, I'd rather see them make the move to a general manager that does a better job at the drafts. He had an excellent draft last year. I give him an A. But he kind of regressed back to the same behaviors in this draft race. Taking so, guards in the first round, stuff but, like that. But, but, Ray, stick on coordinator. So you don't think they'll get Bill O'Brien? What do you think they'll do, just promote Kaylee? No, I don't. I don't. So, well, let me just say it this way. To get a really good one, you're going to let the guy have six or seven of those draft picks and let him pick the players. Oh, I see. And I think that's the kind of thing that I would want if I was coming into this operation because they need a left tackle, they need a couple of receivers, and they might even need a better tight end. Um, so... You know, I would want it. I would want the ability to actually pick some of the players if I was taking the gig. If I were a forty-year-old talent, yeah, that's interesting. So, if Mayo's the coach in waiting, if he's the chosen one, then he'll have say in the draft room. But that means advantage defense. That that's not so. Who, does Bill O'Brien, if he comes in, want to have a say in who they draft? I, I guess I haven't gone down this road because I just don't put much stock in coach in waiting. I, I a if you're really good, you're not going to wait. You'll have an opportunity before that actually comes to fruition. Well, maybe. Don't you think they'll offer him that, though, whether or not it matters? Right, and I'm saying that they gave it to Josh, I think, and what did that do? Nothing. He's in Vegas. Kept him here a couple of years. Right. He, but, le- he left two at the altar, the well, Colts no. at the altar. Well, he left the Colts at the altar. He had to fire his agent. He was trash around the league. And then when the <laughs> second he had another opportunity, he took it. Yeah. So what did it really do? I guess. So here's the situation. I, If I really am seeing them pick a next coach in waiting, I don't want a defensive coach. I want no part of a defensive coach. Look at the successful teams in the NFL. They are young offensive minds from Dayball to O'Connell to Shanahan to McVay to uh, Andy Reid, who's an old offensive mind, but one of the best offensive minds ever in the NFL. It's all offense. Harbaugh is a special teams defensive guy. Okay, not defense. (laughs) He's special teams, so I don't know what that has to do with the other. I so, think it, uh, he's had. He, they've been built on defense. Do you want a years. defensive head coach, or do you want an offensive head coach? Boy, I don't think if, having a defensive head coach doesn't mean you can't win. But you're right; the trend is offensive coaches seem to win. But then again, you got Sean McVay, who's a flash in the pan for a year, and then the guy's like he reached, dangling whether he they had a disastrous year, and then he won a Super Bowl and went to another. It's not exactly to quit. Uh, and then look at his coaching tree; they've all been really successful. And I think they've been like five, oh, 11 mm-hmm. wins, twelve wins. That's not a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you make a case, though. You could definitely make a case that offensive coach is the way to go. 
not Cliff Kingsbury. There's there's some that flame out. Right. I'm not saying every but. offensive coach is great. I'm saying that if you look at the successful teams in the NFL, almost all are led by offensive minds. So would you give Bill O'Brien power if he comes in? Uh, sure, yeah. I, I don't know if Bill O'Brien is going to be a great head coach in the NFL. He's not a guy that I would change my whole system around. I, I still think Bill is the head coach with O'Brien mm-hmm. is a good situation. It's not perfect, but it's better than most. Angry Principal Dave, three-day weekend, no school on Monday. How are you, Dave? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Good, good. Hey, um, you know, I, I mentioned Springfield Cannon. I'm very happy for you. Great guy and uh, well-deserved. Oh, thank you. And, you know, I, I know I do sometimes rip you, Curtis, too, but you're a great guy, too. You guys are all great out there. So I just wanted to start with a little positive today. Thanks, Dave. So, my yeah, my take on, um, you know, I guess the question I, I'd ask you, Curtis, I think, and I w- I'm a huge Brady guy, too. I just have moved on from him, unlike you, and that's okay. You'll get there at some point. Well, the Patriots but, sadly but, haven't been able to, unfortunately. Yeah, true, but what made Tom great was his ability to move the sticks. And you gotta keep the, you got to keep possessions. you got to be able to convert on third, third downs. Uh, that wasn't a sexual reference. No, come on. Um, I'm not laughing. I'm laughing, but I think he was convert. better at a lot of things than just getting first downs. But what's your overall point? Well, no, he no. Go back and really take a look. I've at watched career, every okay? game. He I believe was, me. I don't need to watch it closer. Yeah, so did, so did and I, Curtis. And his ability. What, what what was he most famous for? Dinkin and Duncan. Dinkin <laughs> and Duncan. His ability to move the chains. So please tell me, because he had Edelman, Gronk, James White, Falk. You know, uh, Falk, uh, Falk, uh, Walker. I mean, Welker, I'm all over the place. Sorry, Troy Brown. Who does Mac Jones have to move the sticks? Really? Give me give me one Jacoby. guy he has that he Jacoby. can rely on. Hunter Henry? Jacoby. Yes, I agree. Jacoby, but what did you say earlier, Kenny? He's an undrafted free agent. What are you, like, we got to get this Dave, kid. Dave, 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 well, Dave. Dave. How many up? undrafted free agents did Tom turn into millionaires? I, I understand that, but you have yet to name me one, and it's only been two years. Who I just said Hunter Henry. Edelman? No, he's not Hunter Jacoby Henry. Myers. Come come, Jacoby Myers has been a, 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 a an awesome addition to that offense. He's not an Edelman right now. Who else does he he's have? A, he has well, nobody. What was Edelman was a quarterback at Kent State before he met Tom Brady. Right, I know, and they they turned him into a great slot receiver. Right. I agree. How many players saying, were great with Brady and yet. sucked without him there? A lot. He elevated yeah, I, the players around him. Mac Jones doesn't. That's the difference. All I'm. Yes, but all I'm saying to Curtis is we got to get rid of this narrative of we got to go trade for a quarterback. There's only two quarterbacks in the league currently that you would trade for, and that's Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. Other than that, you wouldn't trade for Joe Burrow you, or no, Justin Herbert. No, not one quarterback. That you, none of those guys. Why do? You, yeah, why are you so on the Herbert train? That's all you talk that's about. A good question. That guy's done nothing. True, he's done nothing. Okay. True, he's Dave, done nothing. Dave, you have to do one of two things. You either have to have a yeah. quarterback that elevates the player of those around him. Or find players that elevate the play of the quarterback. The Patriots have chosen neither. Right, and there's two guys that can do that currently in the league. There's now, a- what you got to do is you got to build with somebody, build the line, get him some reliable receivers, maybe one downfield threat. We do need a big time. You're not receiver. contending in the division, I- Dave. If you keep status quo, you're not contending at yes, all. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you How? will. Yes, you will, Curtis. You will. How? Because you've got to build a team. You've got to get them some weapons. You've got to stick with somebody here. Again, unless you get Josh Allen. If all Allen Brady did was dink and dunk, how did they win without weapons? I'm saying that was – what? 
what, what did he do in 07? They didn't win in 07 when he had all these weapons. Great analogy. Right? Great point. They went 18 and 1. Yep. No, it, it isn't? How's that not a good point? It's a miserable point because they won without no, the players not. you're it's... saying they need, and yet you're saying all they did was dink and dunk. No, 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 no. You're saying he did more than just the dinking and dunking. What right. did he do when they set the NFL record for passing touchdowns and receiving touchdowns? They did not win a Super Bowl. That season was a failure, correct? According to you, Right, I, you, I would say, yeah, titles. right, he's won seven. Right, he didn't win an eighth when he had all those weapons. Right, he had a lot of weapons so in Tampa when he team. got there, and he won a Super Bowl. He played better with and them because don't. he had Evans and, and, and Godwin. all the time. He won because of the defense. Mm-hmm. He won because of the defense, <laughs> and he won because uh, the the a couple of injuries. And then uh, what's his name throws up on Rogers. himself in the finals hey, hey, anyway. Dave, Dave, why did he Rogers. throw for forty two touchdowns the year before he threw? For, I think twenty eight in in Foxborough. What changed? Because he had because he had those weapons. Right, he had two great players. Exactly. On, so you said he doesn't play well when and he has an, weapons. And an and amazing he, Dave, defense. Dave, you just said he doesn't play well with weapons, like in 07. But in twenty twenty, with weapons, he won the Super Bowl. But the majority of his Super Bowl wins were without weapons. <laughs> I don't correct? know what your point is. I really don't. I have no you know idea. No, my point is my point is is we got to get Mac Jones. Some receivers that can move the chains. But for him, you said that the Patriots the only lost when they had weapons. Okay. Hey. All right. Thank you, Dan. That's what he said. He said in 07, you got weapons and they didn't win. But now he says they need weapons for Mac. I don't get it. We're in a weapons uh, vortex here. But, um, God, I really hope. A nice guy. But two I, points off that. James is not going to that elementary <laughs> school. My Lord. <laughs> Jeez. Now, you think Henry's a legit weapon? Hunter Henry? Yes. Third down. Yes. And Jacoby Myers? Jacoby Myers and Hunter Henry are at their best when they're not running into each other on the field. <laughs> so those two, if you bring them back, if they get Jacoby back, plus Stevenson, they have three weapons that are legit. You need to add two. And I give Devontae Wait. Parker a half. He's a half right now. So you add T. Higgins, bang, you're back. Trade okay. for T. Higgins. I mean that sincerely. If this roster comes back, status quo, with T. Higgins, what's their record? Well, with the new coordinator? That's 11 wins. That's a playoff team. What did you say for this year? How many wins? 11. Okay. <laughs> but they had bad coordinators, okay, which sure. I overestimated. Uh, do, do you not know of the coordinators when you made it, the 11-win pick? I, I was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go to let's go to can uh, i can i here's the point that's making the rounds on twitter okay. so brady posted the ball today oh okay the logan ryan asked him to sign a ball when logan ryan asked you to sign a ball he put this up on instagram and brady signs it and it's the final pass in the playoff loss in the wild card game last pass as a patriot tom brady 12 1 4 20 logan ryan int so as jordan moore from uh the athletic points out if he writes last pass as a patriot is it safe to say he won't be back with the Patriots this year? That is not what he wrote. That is what the Titans wrote on the ball that he signed. Well, no, Brady wrote that. He, it looks like there's a thing that says, please sign this as last pass as a Patriot, which right. Brady did. Okay, well, then he's writing what Logan Ryan asked him to write. Well, correct. So well, he's... What do you, any chance? So you think he could still come back here? Yes, I think that we're making Ooh. a mountain out of a molehill. This no. is a guy that right. he plays with now. I think Logan Ryan's on the Bucks. correct? Uh, yes. So they're teammates. He's yeah. having a little fun with them. Mm-hmm. Can you sign this last pass as a Patriot? Because mm-hmm. that was today his last pass as a Patriot. To this point. Right. Paulie in the truck. Paulie. Hey, you know, Danny would give an aspirin a headache when he starts talking about Tom Brady. My, my condolences and my blessings. Uh, uh, praise are with you during those calls, Curtis. 
I mean, Danny doesn't realize he's lost sight of the way a long time ago that the reason why Tom Brady's gone is because of his ex-wife. He just happened to be with her. And now that she, he's gone, she's gone, everything mysteriously, all the doors seem to be, and not so mysteriously, seem to be swinging wide open. Well, Paulie, I'm going to let you finish that's, here. That's, one second, Paulie. I'm going to let you finish. Just the yeah, one thing that I find I so am- I know. Don't worry. we got plenty of time. Uh, my issue yeah, with brother. Danny, Danny is... He's, he keeps ripping Tom because he says he's a dink, yet he likes yeah. Belichick. Like, explain yeah. that to me. Is there any bigger dink uh, than Bill Belichick? Yeah, well, I like them both. I would like, by the end of this, to have a statue of Bob Kraft out front of that, that plaza that they're building in the ticket office with uh, one uh, with Tom Brady at his left shoulder just behind him in full uniform firing a rocket right over the top of Bob's shoulder's left, left uh, shoulder. And then Bill Belichick on the other side. Already. Uh, the 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 the, uh, the the headphones all thing. That's the way this thing should should end. But when it's all when it's all said and done, after Brady's back here, mm-hmm. and then he retires, oh. and we put the statues up. All yeah. three of them right there as you walk in. No, they got to be separate. About, the, all okay? the statues would now, have to be far apart. Now, now they, they, as far as the <laughs> far as the coaches are concerned, it's like boys, the father, the son, you need the to keep cutting, You need to keep. You don't want. You don't want exactly, Amen. You you don't you need to keep continuity in the system. That's what you're talking about. You want this offensive coach, what everybody else is doing. We have a Patriot way. Gerard Mayo's tailor fit for that system. He's played and coached in the system. He knows the system. He knows the players that'll fit into the system, and he'll be able to readily identify them well. We got we've got continuity now built at the head coaching position with him uh, getting a deal where he's going to be taking over when he's done. When, when, when coach is done. And the defensive side of the ball also will be set with him and Steve. Steve will be running the defense completely when Mayo takes over. we got to do the same thing on offense. That's where you hire Bill O'Brien and you and you promote Nick Cayley to quarterback's coach, send Joe Judge over the, to fix the leak at the, uh, 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 the, the special teams phase of the game. And um, you have Cayley running under Bill O'Brien, knowing that he's going to move on in a few years, probably like right, right around after – just after Brady and Gronk retire, after they come back and we finish, we take care of all family business. You can't come, and I'm telling you, then you you'll have him locked up, and you you say you're gonna be you're gonna be the, the OC. You can't compete, okay? Right now, as it stands, with six elite quarterbacks in the AFC, when you've got a guy with pop gun talent and you've got six big guns sitting at the table, you're not gonna be walking away to the off uh, of the table when that gunfight starts and the bullet starts to fly. You need your own big gun there. We need Tom Brady. That's the end of the story. Mac wants to be in Las Vegas. Josh wants him out there. He doesn't want to fly solo with Stid. He wants him. Give him to him. Take the, the two, plus Brady and Gronk, plus every other freaking <laughs> All right, Paulie, we got to run. I love you, buddy. Have a great day. That's Go not Eagles. a bad plan. A lot, a lot of moving parts there. But Brady back. Joe Judge, the special teams. And, by the way, uh, Stidham looks better in Josh's offense than Mac did. Mm. What about that? You don't you don't see, think so? See his last performance? Yeah, I watched the whole game. He had a better pass rating than Dak did against the Bills if you watched it. It's Kenny Curtis. We'll be right back. It is your super wild card weekend, Curtis. Six NFL games, two tonight, three tomorrow, and then the Brady game, the Brady Bowl Monday night against the Cowboys. We got them all on 93.7 FM, many of our affiliates, and on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. And all our coverage, all our takes, all the games brought to you on WEI by Wise Snacks. Go to wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys. 
driving around this weekend. I'm sure you'll be checking out some of those. I have, a total non, I have a total non sequitur before we get to you. Okay. I have never seen a bigger self-own than the Prince Harry book tour. <laughs> it is just, it remains just, we didn't do it because we ran out of time yesterday, but this audio of him talking about applying cream to his parts, it, like, I, I, I know, whatever, but it's so rare that America agrees on everything, on one thing, and I feel like... Every single person that has seen anything about this guy or his wife has just grown to hate him. And I have yeah, to he's say, still getting clicks. Yeah, but he kind of like Brady. In what way? By the way, did you see the Mega Millions ticket was a main a Maynard? Just York so County to- town of Lebanon, one point three five billion. Somebody in Maine's got that. Uh, how many um, Sea Dogs tickets can you get? <laughs> yeah, but probably a few. Just let the record show. I brought a Prince Harry, and Ken was somehow <laughs> able to to just shoehorn Tom to Brady. Trying to you and get it back to football. Can we anyway, get back to sports, please. Uh, what would you do with seven hundred million? You know what I would do? I would buy advertising at EEI. <laughs> uh, you're just all over the place. Just calm down. Everything's fine. Now, uh, all these games this weekend, you are back on the Brady bandwagon. You think he's going to win? Never left. If uh, well, you did, you said he fell off a cliff, right? I, I, I have this thing called I'm being honest about how we played. Unlike you, I can be introspective. There is always one road team that wins. We agree on that. Wild card weekend is never great. It's never as great as it's built up to be. It's but good. It's super now. It's super now. Next week's always the big week, but there is always one road winning team. So is it the Giants? Giants at the Vikings? That's no, your road win. I think the Vikings win really? that game. Uh, the road win Chargers. is the Chargers, Chargers in Jacksonville Could be tonight. tonight. Yeah, one of those two. By the way, it's going to be like a Cowboys home game because they travel and Bucks fans suck. So Monday night should be an interesting atmosphere. A lot uh, of pressure on the Cowboys. I mean, I know it's Brady, but if they lose, they'll get, you know, that'll be eight in a row against Brady that they've lost. Okay, so notwithstanding, the Bucks go back to looking like they did all year, which could very well happen and they lose. So I understand the Bucks not playing well. But... Everything else is in the side of the Bucks. You have Dan Quinn, who has had two of the worst coaching situations, both in the Super Bowl, one with the Seahawks and the Falcons, against Brady. He's a cover one guy. He's like the old guy LeBeau with the Steelers. He does the same thing. He doesn't change. And Brady just kills those guys. Yep. So I just but week one was only like nineteen to three or something, right? Like Brady but it, didn't carve him up. The, the worst running offense. So I saw the stat yesterday. People saying, "Oh, Brady's got to put all this stuff around him." The fourth lowest total rushing yards of a playoff team in the history of the NFL. One of the worst rushing teams ever to make the playoffs. They got 150 yards in week one against the Cowboys. That was when their offensive line was a little more intact. Well, Danny loves him some Leonard Fournette, as we found out last week. Maybe the dumbest thing he's ever said, which is saying something. <coughs> However, I, I but doesn't like don't all the things side with the Bucks in this game? Like two and a half points for the Cowboys seems nuts. They played awful. Last week, Dak Prescott led the NFL in interceptions and only played 12 games. Key to the game, Tony Pollard. He's got to start running the ball. Pollard I thought you were saying Michael Tony Pollard. Sneaky key to the game. Now, the rain tonight is the one factor in the Niners game, right? That, yes, that that's makes the big that interesting. Thing. Steve Weish is out uh, at Levi Stadium out in uh, Santa Clara saying it is a deluge out there. Are you and, rooting for Pete Carroll? Oh, my God. That would be something. You'd see a Brock. Because, but, and then see a Jimmy. Right. And Jimmy's a free agent. He's available on the clock. You, what? Do you, I don't understand the Jimmy thing with you. Jimmy's he, an upgrade from Mac right now. But he's never Bill healthy. likes him. Bill likes him. He's healthy enough. Play, Why like, does he's he played eleven games this year. What does that do? Eleven games. Well, then you get uh, Bailey to play the other six. How many? How many season-ending injuries has Jimmy G had? <laughs> well, he's still going. None. Season. Oh, season-ending. He's had a few. Yeah, like five. Bad luck. 
He's due to be healthy. But uh, one, one thing though, if the Giants He's due to be healthy, if the if the Giants <laughs> if the Giants do upset uh, the Vikings, which is possible, yeah, you would admit, then Brady wins, sends him to San Francisco, possibly, and the rematch with his hometown, the hometown trip. Would the you like Giants to see, beat the Vikings? If the Giants beat the Vikings, they would play the Eagles. Next week, that's the the low seed playing the one seed. Oh, so that's what you're rooting for. I don't know. I think that would be a cool storyline. When you want to see Brady play the Niners next week? No, not at all. They Bucks them. Niners. The Bucks that we saw that like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, but you, for a playoff game, everything on the line. You want to see town. that because you want Brady to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Alan Everett. Always loves Brady. I know that Al. All right, guys. Ken, congratulations. I like what you're oh, doing over there, buddy. Thank Keep you, buddy. Good work. All right, thank it's you. It's all him. Hey, hey listen. Uh, let's go back. Look what's going on here, Chris. It's Cleveland Browns circa 1990s. Look at look back at that team. They were in the playoffs three out of four years before he got to them. Ruined that team. Ten years without Brady. Mike Florio said it. But you know what's funny? And Chris, you brought it up. What was he, 34 and 14? And those three years after Belichick, when, when uh, Danny Quincy wasn't gone, right? 41 and 14. <laughs> sorry, 41 and 14. Okay. And, and don't forget to add, uh, if you can find this one, Chris, the, the the three years since with the with the Bucks, so the six years, seven years since since Danny and Quincy and I love you, Danny, wanted him gone for Garoppolo. Hey, look what he's done since. Hey, and Garoppolo's averaged six games a season he's played for his average of his career. But but you know something, and Danny, you're not alone, buddy. Don't feel bad. You gotta admit when you're wrong. There was hundreds of thousands. Bikes. I got tons of friends. Matter of fact, we're gonna be here Monday night. I got the bar downstairs. I got everything, Danny. You're more than welcome. Come on over to the other side. We're going to have a Brady Appreciation Night. Woo-hoo. Everybody, Chris, Chris, you're invited. Ken, you're invited. Oh, Come on I'm over. Good. Hey, we're, we're going to have a ball. Right. Win or lose. <laughs> Win or lose, we're going to pay homage to the guy that brought us all those Super Bowls. That's what we're going to do. All right. All right, Al. Love you, buddy. Don't feel bad, Danny. Don't feel bad, buddy. He took me out on his boat years ago. I owe you one, Danny. You're more than welcome to come over and be guest of honor over here and, and come over to the right side of history, buddy. Oh my Thank God. you, Al. How long would it take you to jump overboard if you were stuck on a boat with Danny? Don't you want Jimmy G here for the storylines next year? Wouldn't it be fascinating? It's not fascinating. Why? I know the end. He gets hurt. Okay, then Bailey Zappi comes in. Or but, get, get, get two guys in here. Then. I don't understand how you talk about how things are trends, and then you say, well, the trend doesn't matter because it fits into my argument. He was 7-3 and three this year. He could return for a title game, by the way. It's not over yet. So it's not a season-ending injury. So you trust that he'll stay healthy? He's not last, coming back. Last year he was nine and six. He played fifteen games. How many games were there in the season? Uh, they're now like thirty-seven. Okay. Uh, he was thirteen and three in twenty nineteen. Had a pretty good year, if you recall. Do you remember the interception he threw in the playoffs <clears throat> against the Cowboys? One of the worst passes you'll ever see. Okay, everybody has a bad pick. Do you think he's good in the playoffs? He should have won a Super Bowl if Sanders didn't short arm, alligator arm the deep ball. They I had a Super say, Bowl win on the hands. I thought you were going to say he has two Super Bowl wins with the uh, Patriots. We're way late. Could you stay on the clock? I'm going to take Jack real quick. Jack in the South End. What is going on? Everybody's picking the – oh, everybody but one taking the picking Jaguars the tonight. Hi, Jack. <laughs> hey, good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, Ken, congrats, congrats on the uh, promotion. Thank you, Jack. Um, yeah, mine's a bit of a change of subject, so hopefully that's fine. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it pertains to uh, the Red Sox. So first of all, I'll give them credit for signing Devers. I honestly did not think that was going to happen. I was worried. Um, so, yeah, good for them on yep. that. Um, but the whole story thing, I don't think I'm ever going to understand that. I mean, that that was such a clown move that just gets worse and worse day after day. I mean, instead of giving, again, like at the same time, 
uh, spring training of last year, if they'd given Bogarts or offered him maybe 150, 160, whatever, he probably would have taken it. Instead, they give 120 to Story, who's unproven, and obviously now we know has had the injury history. Um, instead, they give him that to him as leveraged against Bogarts. I, the whole thing will never make any sense to me. Right. They should have gone after Jose Iglesias for like $5 million because if you recall in 2021, they had Iglesias for like a couple months and he absolutely mashed here. So it never well, made they, any sense. They to could me. bring him back, right? He's still out there. Yeah, I, I was, I was going to get to that. I think that's the solution, at least for, for this year, uh, give him like 7 million or something like that. He was good last year too in Colorado. So I think, I think he's the solution at least for this year. Thanks Jack. That's not a bad, what about that? Bring Iglesias back again. I remember Iglesias Stop, yeah. because he had one of the key misplays in the 2013 ALCS where uh, the guy with the Mets now was with the he has the two different colored eyes, the highest paid pitcher. Uh, Edwin Diaz? No, 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 no. He's um, p- two different colored eyes. Yeah, he's he was on the Tigers. Oh, Scherzer. Yeah, Scherzer. Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway, there was a ground ball up the middle. Easy double play. He bobbles it, mm. and then that leads to the Ortiz game time grand slam. Mm. I thought I thought that led to the Victorino grand slam because that was game six of the ALCS. Uh, I believe it led to the day. It was game two of the ALCS, which is the um, which led to the tie game. I believe. We'll look it up there at the break. What but, does it matter? But he, he definitely made a key error. But that's fine. But bring it back. Bring it back. Do you need him now? Right. Better than Duval. Uh, Defensive shortstop. Better than Kike at short. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.